0: Untochan Hyol Tori Claire Sands, and it feels like it's been way too long since she was live in studio. In the lockdown, she was so a in the but this year she's got a project going which is really intriguing. Over the course of this year she's creating four very special duets, one each season, with some of Ireland's best musicians and songwriters. I'm so and the twist is that each song is macaronic. So She's will mask on, da agus has been in lockdown on the west coast of Ireland and so it's natural that she should begin the project there. Her first collaborator is Susan O'Neill, who's living in Doolan. So they swam in the sea and created a brand new piece inspired by the ocean and the rugged coastline. The piece, Carry My Song, was released this week. They met and recorded it in January and Claire Sands told Elmerie all about it. But she began by talking about sea swimming.
2: Yeah, yeah. I tell you now, it was, it was fairly yeah, its fairly cold the last few mornings. It's sort of, when spring is in the air, it's a bit deceptive sometimes in the water, you know. You feel, oh, it's sunny out and then you get into it. And uh, I don't know, it, it sort of works against the sunshine or something sometimes. But no, we've been more or less in the whole time, which has just been uh, like... It's, it sets everything up, you know, for the whole day, just the whole headspace. It's great. You have
0: a real affinity with the sea, though, don't you? Because I mean, I know in lots of photographs that I've just seen of you, you're by the sea or in the sea, you're coming down a waterfall or something like that, you know. So you and the water have this real pull.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people do, you know. Um, I think it's just maybe when you have the time to really acknowledge it, maybe or spend a bit of time beside it, you realize it's so important in your life, you know um it definitely has been for me like it it'll definitely break up the day and just to to force you to get out in the morning and when when you're in that freezing cold water, you can't think about anything else, like it is a fight or flight response. I think that you're sort of like, <gasps> you know it just clears the mind and um no, it's been. It's been life changing for the year, for sure.
0: Well, for the year, definitely. I mean, when you were on your own in a little caravan recording music and everything, I'd say you'd probably ran out screaming into the air sometimes and had your own plunge pool in the Atlantic. But for this project that we're actually talking about, of course, the first collaborator that you're sharing with us is Susan O'Neill. And there was also another photograph of the two of you wrapped up in these really colourful blankets Absolutely joyously go fine with glee at obviously, probably just having coming out of the water, the two of you. So, is she also a sea swimmer, or did you drag her in?
2: I've, I think I've encouraged her, but she also was based in Doolin, right beside the sea as well. Ah. She's literally just across the water. So, we've lived very similar lives the last year, you know. But she, yeah, she got really into it this year and. Funnily enough, um, I think we were so gleeful because we were delirious with the cold. Yes. It really was it was that like weekend in January that everything just plummeted. You know, there was a few days and it was quite, it was minus one, zero degrees. We were on the cliffs recording this video. And after every take, the two directors would come over with the hot water bottles, pour them all over us, <laughs> put on the blankets <laughs> for five minutes, you know, like total peg sayers. And then, you know, back into it again. But... It was mad, and marie Listen,
0: Peg never had as colourful a blanket as either of you. And I can see it. it. It shows just the joy, but the rosy cheeks of the two of you were obviously <laughs> frozen as well. No doubt. It must have been great crack. And it, like, I am sort of gradually weaving my way into talking about this, this macaronic series. This is the very first collaboration in... I suppose when I think of you and I think of music, you also have to kind of just think of concept, not just song by song or a theme in an album or whatever. This is this project that you you've been working on for a while works on so many other different levels and it has the concept of the seasons, the concept of our connections, that macaronic tradition. I'm and I know that you have this really deep draw, Láháig and Gáilgá I
2: suppose the title is Tíardrachá Agus Fúmdrachá, which is um, Landscapes and Soundscapes. And I, I think I dreamt it up last summer, but I did need the support of, I suppose, an organisation or somebody to give me some sort of money to be able to, to dream and to, to um, conduct the project, I suppose. And I applied for a traditional arts bursary with the Arts Council, and they are notoriously difficult to get. And it was my first one, but like applying for anything. But I really, really believed in it. And I really, really believed in people needing to collaborate, people needing connection in a safe way. And also it seems that there's been a massive renaissance or of Jochen um Lesh an an and Changa, and Leshen Adore with the nature. And everybody seems to just be returning to the roots because in a way. It seems to be all we have, you know, is going back to what we know and taking the simple things in life, like whether that's going down to the sea or for a walk or a bird song, whatever. So trying to incorporate all those elements of the community, the collaboration, the nature and the actual beauty of Ireland as well, and to put them all into one project. So I really, really believed in it. And I was delighted to get to get the funding and to be able to to do it for the year. Um, and the two Minah, mighty Fionn. Fion, fian yeah. yeah the two the two directors and two women that are filming everything are two twin sisters and um, visual artists from dublin gaelgors so it's a very very small crew just me and them bouncing ideas around and it was magical to have susan as the first collaborator you know um, so sail da um, hanga a view of sort of fag on on an vlean yeah 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 it, it, it's been really focused on the language and and Irish and speaking to a couple of older people you know throughout the summer when there was a bit more ease of restrictions and just really immersing myself in Connemara for the last year for sure um and I think to really to return to the tanga you know tchasita you know, Tashi Anna on a jacker mount the hot to a girl kig new new keint. Um so it's been it's been magical to just get deep into the well and to try bring other people into it as well.
0: When you were looking at this project and spreading it over a year or exploring the seasons through it and the people that you were going to collaborate with, the musicians that you were going to do it with, did you have a season in mind for each one? Does each one sing through a season with you? And did that happen organically or did you choose the season before you began the work?
2: Yeah, I suppose I had people in mind for the certain seasons, but it also happened with availability. and. And funnily enough, like for example, Susan, I always envisaged her being the summer collaborator because she's so full of life and colour, and that has been any of our collaborations in the past has been very orientated towards energy and fun. Yes. So it was really fun to sort of juxtapose that and have her as the winter collaborator and see what we could do there. Um, and funnily enough, I think you know the autumn cl- collaborator is Liam Wainley, and again. I sort of would have envis- envisaged him maybe around spring because he's so full of life and so passionate and soulful. But I said, you know what, let's take him to this dark woods inside in Kilkenny and see what we can do with him. So um, and then as for Steve Cooney and Tommy Sands, he's uh, a cousin of mine, will be recording up in Donegal in spring. So I wouldn't have envisaged them as the spring collaborators. So it's uh, it's nice to push the boundaries there a little bit, you know. And um, it's
0: exciting because... So are you basically telling me, Claire, that those haven't been recorded yet, that it's only with Susan?
2: Yeah, it's only been with Susan so far. Yeah. So
0: this isn't a complete project you're bringing to people. This is actually a live project we can grow through with you as the year goes ahead.
2: Absolutely. You know, I really want people to come on the journey. And uh, yeah, no, it's very much happening, happening as we go, you know. So there's a couple of dates provisionally booked, and we just go from there and and roll with it. So yeah, it's a really nice thing to have for the year, um, and it's really nice to just spend some time with people from different backgrounds as well. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I I don't really know Steve Cooney, for example. So I'm looking forward to how our worlds are going to come together. Um, And I've obviously played with Liam a lot, but never just the two of us, you know, without all the the trills, the other the other brothers. Um, And as for Breed, she's an amazing harpist from Sligo. And again, we've been lifelong friends, but have never done anything together. So looking forward to to spending a week with these people and and seeing how it goes.
0: It's amazing. Okay, so let's get stuck into winter, which is what you've recorded with Susan uh, at the start of this year. Tell us about the song that you worked on together.
2: So what we did is we penciled in a week together in Doolin, in her house. And we basically had that week to explore the landscape, to write the song, to record the song. We spent the first three days chatting, (laughs) rolling around icy hills, having a bit of whiskey, sea swims, whatnot. Um, And then I think at the last two days, we said, oh, dear, we better write something. Oh, no, that was research. That was research. Yeah. Yeah it 's important, um so the last two days, literally over forty eight hours, we wrote and recorded the whole song, and um, we had to because the crew was coming on Saturday, and this was Thursday, so we had two days um, and we quite literally set everything up in her sitting room, and we just started bouncing the ideas back and forth and to be honest, as much as i 'm sort of joking there about, we explored, and we were you know walking around and having the you know the crack we were generally taking in the the clear landscape as well and it is no surprise that it has ended up as a rugged folky sea shanty you know and i really wanted to capture the sounds of you know i suppose the clear landscape where we actually recorded it and it's where we recorded it is fenor it's a cliff face and it is rugged and dark and yeah we just wanted to really try to capture that in the song so Yeah, 48 hours and we came away with this trad folk sea shanty. You see, you say that and
0: then you have to also remind everybody that how many instruments are you playing on it and how many instruments is Susan playing on it?
2: At the end, I think we had 77 tracks and she was playing, I think, the congas, the trumpet, the dulcimer, the vocals, and I was playing cello, violin, synthesizer, vocals, and I don't know where all the other sounds came from, but there was about eight instruments between us. Yeah,
0: eight instruments, two vocalists, each of you then also singing melodies and harmonies, and multi layers of instruments within that for a big, massive orchestration. It's incredible that you did this
2: <laughs> it, <yeah>. in
0: forty eight <laughs> hours with <Yeah>. a video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're insane. But yeah. Jean is like absolutely amazing. I, mean, I love Susan's voice. I love the work she's doing uh, with the last couple of years as well. And when I heard the two of you were going to be collaborating on this and also when I read the word fioin in the in the press release, I, it all just knitted together for me. And I imagine that kind of reflects a little bit of how the two of you felt about that week. It yeah. just knitted together.
2: It It's it's funny how those things happen sometimes. And I think because Susan and I and I have spent such similar years, you know, the last year she's been in Doolin, I've been in Connemara. And it seems that the way we're thinking and the time we spent with ourselves and everything, um, we were just really, really comfortable. And we're also a lot more experienced compared to when we would have done bits and pieces maybe two years ago. Oh, yeah have a bit more time and to be a bit more sure of ourselves possibly so it's wild even in looking back on at how we did it in in 48 hours i don't know but um it just was so magical to work with her in that in that regard and especially with the two other grail then that came down to mm. chase us around the cliffs for two days was, <laughs> it was
0: this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. I think this is, in a way, though, the kind of perfect project to follow on from the 2020 year that you had. I mean, you responded in such a creative way to lockdown, to being on your own. I referenced earlier on being on on your own inside in the caravan. (laughs) You have this video on Twitter or something like that. And I went back and I only looked at it, I think it was yesterday or something of you inside, it's one of those, at least on the camera, it looks like one of those tiny little caravans that you would have seen loads of back in the 70s or something. And you are there with, <laughs> the, you know, there's drapes and curtains around all the windows, obviously for soundproofing, but probably privacy. Although probably just cows outside the window, I don't know. And you're there like with guitar and the fiddle and... You're playing the little egg and the keyboard it is in front of you, but four or five different things hanging off your body, recording on a pedal loop so that it all builds up into this incredible, incredible mix. You know, that scene in Father Ted where the caravan is rocking back and forth. I imagine it's a caravan like that and that that's what yours looked like when you were <laughs> recording.
2: It looked like that Graham Norton scene that they're dancing in that 70s caravan. Yeah, you're dead right. It was my granny's caravan. So it is ancient enough, but I have I've spruced it up and painted it. And. Um, like a light purple and green, the same as a loop-de-loop color. So it's pretty mad looking. Um, But yeah, yeah, caravan jams. Brilliant.
0: But, you know, that that was only one of the things you did, obviously. An incredibly creative response to being locked down. You did the opposite. You threw yourself open.
2: Yeah, I I think I just made a conscious decision to try to bring people solace. Um, and to keep all my socials colourful and bringing people solace and also acknowledging how privileged I am to be beside the sea and to be able to shoot things like that, you know, And um, but just to try stay away from any of the negativity and keep people positive through music, through song, through nature. Um, And I think that's that's what I'm going to try to do going forward. I'm not saying that I had no lows whatsoever or or negative thoughts. I absolutely did. But, you know, I tried to combat them as well and to just to keep the good vibes going, you know, as, as hard as that is sometimes.
0: It is hard, but, you know, it's important. It absolutely is. And and you did and you do Claire, i meant to actually come back to the specifics of the song that you wrote with susan so that was how you created it you had this incredible insane deadline all of these amazing instruments all of that layering but at the end of the day if the song doesn't ring true mora will cre mora will scale own it won't ring true and and then there won't be a connection so is doing scale on taron
2: on scale I think what we both envisaged was trying to capture the dark and the light that can sometimes that that rings through in the West Coast. I mean, you do have it's the most beautiful part of the island in many ways, but there is also a darkness here. And I I think and that it rings through as well with the sea, you know, as beautiful as it is, especially up around Connemara, there has been. You know, pretty dreadful tales, um, and a lot of the old folklore tradition. A lot of the old Irish traditional songs are are, are also capturing the darkness of the sea. So Susan and I wanted to capture that. Um, so obviously, the song she's singing in English, I'm singing in Irish, and we're speaking about fishermen and them coming in over the sea, and also asking them to carry our song across the sea. You know, to to carry these positive, um, I suppose, feelings with them as as they're going across. Um, but yeah, trying to capture the dark and the light. And, uh, I think we also tried to capture that with the costumes, the dresses that we're wearing, there's a a blue and a yellow trying to capture that as well and and putting our hearts and souls into it, you know, and really trying to, to be in it and trying to feel how fishermen would feel, how people that are based in the West coast would feel. So we tried to capture that anyway, in our forty eight hours, you know?
0: Tell me who's up next then and when are you hoping to get together or is that completely based on regulations, restrictions or can you do any kind of bubble activity?
2: Yeah, we can do bubble activities because of the purpose of of this going out to the public, you know, and to it having a longer project of of hopefully being submitted to film festivals and possibly TV and everything that then the restrictions are fine. But it's also because of the small bubble of me being with the two girls that I've been with for the last year them being the crew. It's a very, very small crew and very easy to film with just one other person. You know, so four of us in a room, very spaced out. And I also, the majority of the filming is also outside. So we've catered that in as well. So Steve Cooney and Tommy Sands are up in April, up in Donegal. We have a tiny little cottage. (laughs) Your man says there's no electricity um that he's to get the electricity from the neighbor's shed or something. It's an old converted schoolhouse. It looks absolutely beautiful. So that's the location um more or less for there in April. So we'll I there. have
0: no doubt that if it comes to it and you have to factor in or harmonize the generator. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, too.
2: I haven't even got there in my head yet, but um, yeah, that would be interesting.
0: Oh amazing listen um i wish you all the very best of success with that it's kind of exciting and weird in one sense that i have heard obviously the song but i haven't seen the programme that we're going to be able to watch, you know, and the, the video that we're going to be able to see. So that's going to be released on your platforms. And I'll give people all the details because by the time people hear this, it's already, it's already going to be out. But, you know, it's always such lovely, fun talking to you. And And uh, when you'll be back in Cork again, when we'll be able to have guests in studio again, Lord only knows. But it just goes to show you that the years that we've had, like this past one, they don't stop creativity and they don't stop. And in fact, they make you conceive of other projects. And this may have not happened were it not for being
2: so introspective and and thoughtful and everything like that for the last while. Yeah, I think so. Like I'm meant to be in Germany at the moment. And see, there you go. Yeah. And last year was meant to be in America and England. And it was a big year. And um, I don't think it would have happened because I wouldn't have actually had the time So it's really, really nice to just say, actually, this is what I want to do, you know. Um, And yeah, to just take that opportunity to collaborate with some heroes and um, lifelong friends. Oh, yeah. I I know
0: we had talked previously about the fact that 2020 had been one of those (laughs) insanely busy years and a real breakout international year for you on the calendar with the tours that had been planned. And I know, like, as an artist, that's like just gutting to think I have my break in Germany. I have this brilliant shot in America and that would, I mean, I can see you. I can see you with all of those quintessentially stereotyped images of fellas wrecking down Route 66 and you're mixing up a storm on the way, you know I mean? And the thing is, I know it's going to happen. It, It just didn't happen when you planned. That's the thing. And instead, what we have is this glorious celebration of... Celtic spirit, the wildness of Ireland, a grá for Gaelge and a re-exploration and mastering of all of those traditions in a big like mixing bowl. Más on múir and the fact that we are living in this project now for the coming year with you as you explore the seasons wouldn't have happened if you were over there in Germany.
2: Yeah, yeah, tourist tourist cíla yeah. Um, yeah. So, Desh dash talk, I guess, just ham fear, weigh, as and this, I guess. No, but she, si, but she si bleeding, ansmul, gemsha. Si.
0: More power to your elbow, Claire Sands. Tasha calling, kind let the go sucker the so mila maggot.
2: Fear, weigh.
1: I guess I'll Whisper my secrets Embracing